Hello, everyone. Happy TVU Thursday. Happy TVU Thursday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Black Umbrella. <laughs> we are hosts. Oh my God. Should we say our names? We haven't said our names Let's in say so our names. long. Say our names. Say our names. <laughs> right. Welcome to the Black Umbrella, y'all. It's Frenchie. How are we doing? Um, it's, I'm doing great. Mm. I'm doing great. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that didn't seem that great, huh? It didn't. Damn. Come on, Wes. Give us something. <laughs> Give me something. No, I genuinely am doing great. My mom was in two different places at one time, but now I'm zoned back in. What's up? I'm Wes. Mm. I'm having a great day here for oh, me. Oh. How are you, Nika? The voice change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nika. I'm doing all right. I'm kind of, I don't know. I think I'm tired a little bit. Oh, like uh, tired as Kelly Price. Uh, That'll do it. Tired. <laughs> Is this episode very big? Oh, it's very cool. Sorry. <laughs> Logistics. Mm-hmm. You're doing great, Frenchie? I'm doing good. Lovely. Just um, fine? Huh? Just fine? I'm doing just fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing good. You know, I... I We'll say I'm on the same wave as Nika. I'm a little tired <laughs> today, but you know, it's because I went to the gym. I went to the gym late, so you know, a gym. I'm rat. really, I'm feeling it right now. Gym like, rat. I kind of, huh? I like barely left. You a gym rat? I don't know. I'm trying to be. She oh, is. She I'm is. trying to be. She is. Gym rat. <laughs> right. I lost five pounds, and now I'm like, oh, I should just keep on. going. I should keep doing this. This is good school, but fun. Mm-hmm. Go. Go, go. Exactly. Go. <laughs> Speaking of go, uh, Nika, why don't you go ahead and tell us the oh. word of the day? <laughs> tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the word of the day is miss. Now, miss can have a couple of different definitions. Mm. Okay. So, uh, miss is um, a transitive verb. A transitive verb. Yes. Uh, it means to fail to hit, reach, or contact, like miss a target, to fail to perform or attend, to leave out, or to discover or feel the absence of. And my question for you is, can you think of one or two artists mm. that you miss in music, like a group or a soloist that hasn't put out anything mm. in a while that you miss? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> This question was made for me. Let oh, us hear. Okay. Let us hear. Let it. Can y'all tell me? Uh huh. I miss. Now we're getting. It. I miss. Uh huh. I miss Tanisha Kelly. Oh, okay. So much. Mm. And she still comes out with music. I think mm-hmm. she does. I do. I follow her, and mm-hmm. she still comes out with some things. But I just, she, I, I miss. I want her to have, be with some heavy hitter producers because her voice sounds the same. Mm-hmm. I want her to get in the studio with some heavy hitter producers and really make a a, a bop. Because mm-hmm. Tanisha, oh, and I'll be featured on some people's stuff because Tanisha can sing. So I miss Tanisha Kelly. That's one person. Mm-hmm. Who else do I miss? Um, artists, right? One or two. It could be a soloist or if it's a group Might that a group. you miss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have Tanisha for right now. <laughs> and then I might have someone else by the time y'all say something. Okay. Mm, okay. I'm gonna say some of that I miss. Mm. 
someone that I miss, I guess I'll say um, there's this artist called Wolfie. And she put out this EP years ago. <laughs> okay. Yes. Years ago. And it's called, I think it's called A-Ball, I think is the name of the uh, EP or whatever. Mm-hmm. But oh, that, so that shit is fire. Top to bottom. It is so good. Every time that shit comes on my shuffle. Did you share like, that with us? I may like, have. When it came out. I probably did. Okay. I'm like, that's one's so familiar. That's okay. my shit right there. Like, when that comes on, I'd be like, oh, got to turn this, got to turn it up. Turn it got to turn the volume up. Turn like, everybody up. shut up. My girl is on. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't come out with shit else since. Damn. And yeah, I, I miss her. Even though she, she dropped like one thing and then dipped. She, she needs to come back. She needs to come back. Baby doing that. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you. Um, mine will be Melanie Fiona. Oh, that's a oh. good one to miss. She ain't dropped none since 2012, y'all. <laughs> that's a good Dang. person to miss. 2012. I do 2012. miss Melanie Fiona. I was I was obsessed with every project that Melanie yes. Fiona came out with. Every every project Melanie's come out with has been stellar, so good, top to bottom. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Who else do I miss? Christopher. I feel like there has to be one person mm. that I'm like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm in my mind missing this in person. In my mind. Right. Not Heather right. Headley. <laughs> do I miss Is Heather Headley? Do you miss her? Do I miss Heather Headley? We should have went and seen her. Wasn't she on Broadway? She oh, was. Yes. Well, well, we, well, I was born in New York. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, those, that's my artist right now. It's Anisha Kelly, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my person. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, we all gave our answers on. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at us. Mm. Let's go <laughs> ahead and get into For the Birds. Let's see what's popping on Twitter. Um, This week, I'm going to be honest. Y'all wasn't giving me y'all wasn't giving me nothing this week. What's going on? Ooh. Why y'all didn't bring the drama for me? I was waiting for the drama for my segment too, honey. I couldn't. <laughs> I was like, where is the drama for the week? Where did y'all go? <laughs> but um, there were a few things, though. A few things. Um, I'm gonna start it off with um Erica Banks. Hmm. You know, you remember Erica Banks? She had yeah. the whole like when tick when we were we were in lockdown baby and then she dropped that damn what the hell was the song bus it mm-hmm. and she had the bus challenge going you know y'all remember erica banks well yeah. she said what's up music mm-hmm. okay and she's um still with 1501 i am not too sure not she sure. might be but i really don't know um but um yeah so you know artists they when you're still co- coming up and making your career and everything lots of yeah, people will is. book right lots of people <laughs> will um you know you'll get booked for for different things maybe not just concerts at the club or appearances at the club or you know part of someone's tour you know sometimes you get other kinds of opportunities which usually can include like performing at a high school or something like that or like their pep rally or whatever the hell you know sometimes they'll have the you know like a local artist come out and perform it's cool yay so erica banks was performing at this high school and you know at first it's like a clip of a video it's not the whole thing but in this clip of the video she kind of walks from like the middle of the gym 
floor and then kind of like walks over to this group of these little little children okay, middle schoolers yeah. little little middle schoolers or little high schoolers you yeah. know um and then she walks over to them turns around starts twerking it down bending over sticking her tongue out and everything else and the boys start doing the whole you know like 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 when boys hold each other up and be like oh like when a girl is twerking on them like doing that yeah she didn't actually like put her ass on them mm-hmm. i will say you know it didn't actually connect or anything but um mm-hmm. how, how do how do we feel about the this how do we feel about this um i don't think it's that bad mm-hmm. i see the video i'm looking at it now and i feel like she was having a good time mm-hmm. she gonna twerk mm-hmm. now was this the best thing to do maybe at the high school pep rally in front of them directly maybe not the best decision right yeah maybe if she was on the on the on the court on the court. and doing yeah. her thing then you you know twerk and whatnot walking straight up to the group of boys and doing that it might be a little bit you know, come down you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. at the end of the day didn't nothing connect if it would have connected it's different <laughs> if, it oh, connected. Yeah. if she was twerking on some 15 year old that's different that's a whole other conversation mm-hmm. she twerked, but she I was think right in she, front of them i think she was trying to give the boys a, you know what let me twerk up a little bit these little boys you know like just to just to do it mm. um but i don't think she and, and it was it was it was quick once they got rowdy it looks like they kind of like separated her from the whole crowd of boys but uh she she wanted to get some started you know and, and she did so i don't know i don't think it's that bad but then i also feel like i'm being i don't know <laughs> because I'm, I'm thinking i'm thinking in my mind like Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of bias like oh it's not that bad like it didn't connect with another voice at the same time I'm trying to think like okay but if this was like a man walking up to a group of young girls and he like took his shirt off and like started like you know rubbing down his body right. and grabbing his crotch it's gonna be a little I'd be like what the fuck you know so I don't know like maybe I'm just being biased like okay it's acceptable for her but if a man were to walk up to a group of girls and grab her crotch oh, grab his crotch Mm-hmm. And the girls are face to face with him, like that's a little weird, right? And I'd be like, yeah, that's a little fucking weird. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel <laughs> like for me, it doesn't look that bad. But then I'm like, uh, I'm also having this standard of being like, oh, it's acceptable because they're boys, versus like mm-hmm. if they're girls. You know, like I have this thing in my mind where I'm like, yeah, oh, like, you gotta w-. protect the girls, right? So that's also a little weird. So if I were to go from a lens and a scope of not looking that way, uh-huh. then like taking that bias out of it, then yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm, I'm conscious that I have that. I'm conscious of the unconscious bias of being like, you know, mm-hmm. this is a woman who's working for a group of boys. They're boys. They're going to do what boys do. And then I'm like, oh, but I'm looking through a mindset of their boys versus these are actually kids. And mm-hmm. if it was a if it was a male rapper or a male R&B singer in front of a group of women and they were to like take their shirt off and grab their crotch, I'd be like, unacceptable. Not okay. And yeah. I'm like, no, I'm having a double standard going on. So I don't know. There's, some, there's a fight within myself. But <laughs> Look at these checks and balances. I know. Happening. I know. Right. How do y'all <laughs> feel about it? Um, what do you think, Mika? I think she should have stayed where she was at. Mm. <laughs> At home or on the court? No, on the court. Oh, okay. She didn't have to stay home. I didn't know if you meant. <laughs> okay. Just don't come. I just, I just wasn't too No, hard. I think she should have just stayed on the court. Like, if she wanted to dance on the court, like, that was uh-huh. fine. But 
it was inappropriate to walk over there mm-hmm. and then like go and do that mm-hmm. cuz you knew what you were doing yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was weird yeah i thought it was, it was very weird um yeah i agree like if she wanted to do like a little twerk or whatever from when she originally was which was like the middle of the court like i feel like that would have been cool i feel like the bend over was a lot and the, the bend over was the a lot over the bend over maybe touch your toes okay. okay bend over touch your toes shake it and then uh you know and then mm-hmm. and then you also you bent over then like you look, look back, back at it looking back at it got your tongue out i'm like okay girl yeah <laughs> it's a lot because these are these are these children are kids. I feel like the little twerk, a little shimmy shake twerk, you know, like the little one of those. Yeah. yeah. The little small one. Like, that would have been cool for the middle yeah, of the where court. Where she was at. Yeah, mm-hmm. the middle of the court. But I feel like once you bend over, walk over too, and you know that these are a group of literal children, mm-hmm. like this is high school or middle school, and, you know, you walked over there and did that in front of the boys, and it's like, okay i you know maybe you did it to you know you just want to give a little get a little reaction or something but you got that reaction out of children so <laughs> it's like kind of weird yeah. if this was because these boys men, definitely look like they're they they look small they look yeah. small and you know this, this they, they look 12 these high schoolers nowadays look out look grown as fuck so yeah. these boys look small which means they yes. probably if they're in high school they're probably freshmen yeah mm-hmm. or even maybe a sophomore but i'm seeing you these know look like I'm freshmen Boys. I'm looking yes. at small freshman boys. So. What, what age were you when you came into ninth grade? I, I don't shit. I was twelve. I was thirteen or fourteen, right? I don't know. I think I was twelve because my birthday. Because your late. birthday's in December. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thirteen. Mm-hmm. So that means these these kids they're either you know twelve or thirteen. It's just a little strange. It's just a little strange. It's just a little That's strange. A little, doing right. some strange with some you know. Mm. It ain't right. It's just. You don't. You didn't have to do it. That's the thing. Most definitely, didn't you didn't have, have to. to do all that. Um, Someone said she. They had fun. She got paid. Nobody was touching, lighting up. But if roles were reversed, it would have been a problem. It's true. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, I'm just not reading the comments. Well, see, they know. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like you want to say, you know, oh well, it's cool because you know she just working and da 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 da. But. Yeah, it's not okay. It's not okay because they're they're kids. <laughs> People are fucking crazy, yo. What? The music had to cr- the music had the crowd sleep, so she had to work for the teenagers to wake them up. Oh, oh. okay, let's move on. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> let's move on. Okay, um, next for the birds, we got ain't no heirlooms. Okay, oh. ain't no heirlooms. Do y'all have a family like heirloom? Tomatoes? Oh, oh. <laughs> No, because <laughs> honey, I love a good heirloom tomato. Mm, do ya? Do ya? Yeah, I do. Mm, delicious. I'm not gonna lie. Hate, hate, hate a tomato in any form. I know. Except ketchup, only sometimes. Caprese? No. Oh, that's oh. a good one. No. Okay, whatever. You don't have to be with us. I tried. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, do y'all have like a family heirloom or like something like that that's passed down? It's not intentional. Oh, oh, okay. So you but have something. I guess like this chain that I have is my grandpa's. Uh huh. Not the charm. Charm is mine, but the mm-hmm. chain is my grandpa's, and mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ever going to pass that but shit your on. Grandpa's chain is a. Uh... Hmm. 
the pendant before. The, the pendant before was the golfer. Yeah, the golfer. Yeah, and then that that got lost in high school. I was yes. devastated. Oh, the oh, golfer. Yes. Yeah. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. I remember that. But the chain is my grandpa's. Do I plan on plastering it on? Probably, yeah, but... Not while I'm alive, honey. You're going to see this shit on me. Even whenever I have a kid, I'm, I'll give my kid a, a chain and whatnot. But uh-huh. then I'm going to take this one. Not until I'm mm-hmm. good and dead. Not until mm-hmm. I'm good and dead. I think that's what it is. A lot of our heirlooms are like from after like after my grandpa died, I got this. After right. my great-grandma died, you know, we got some cup. I, or my grandpa, my dad has his cufflinks. And mm-hmm. my great-grandma, my mom has her pearls and like a couple of her jewelry pieces. Uh-huh. So yeah, we have like those things that we kind of pass down after someone dies, but it's not intentional. It's not like, okay, whenever you turn yeah. 18, I'm going to pass uh, you this yeah. this beautiful, beautiful, I don't know, like mm-hmm. this bracelet that we all got. And I'm a, and my, grand, my mom gave it to me whenever I got married, so now I'm going to give it to you whenever you get married and then yeah. you pass it on. It's not a thing that's active while we're living I see. it's a thing that when you die we're gonna see how to divide <laughs> we're gonna see how to divide your shit up and then so you know dead. very much in that nature so mm. i don't think we have any intentional heirlooms i see yeah mm-hmm. what about you nika no okay i don't think so <laughs> um, like i have i mean like what's it like after i do have some things that were given to me with the people that are alive like i have like every single sewing pattern that my great grandma ever had and her sewing machines and all of her sewing supplies. Like mm-hmm. we have all of that. And then I think, um, like pieces of jewelry or something, mm-hmm. mostly after people have already passed. I think I would want to create one, like mm-hmm. create, a family heirloom mm-hmm. like a family be cre- like a make a family crest oh or something that's fancy that's a statement piece yeah or ha- or like a, a nice signet ring oh you, you <laughs> hold on do we need to marry in oh okay <laughs> My, we might need to we might need to marry in i just think to. that would be i just think it would be a Let's nice see who thing gets the to- ring me or you <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be a nice thing to have, especially, especially when I wanna. I'm gonna wanna have traditions because mm-hmm. I don't really have traditions like that. Mm-hmm. So all the things I don't have, I'm gonna incorporate like in my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm most worried about too, like having traditions for my children. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm sorry. Before I go into that, do you have any heirlooms? For <laughs> right. <children>? Um. <laughs> no, actually, I don't have any. I don't have any heirlooms, um, but I feel the same way where I kind of feel like, oh, I don't really have, um, you know, like things to pass down and or like I don't have a like tradition mm-hmm. and I want to create that and start that. So like, yeah, I've kind of been thinking like, what would it be? What yeah. would my heirlooms be? And it made me think. My heirlooms. I love bags, so it might be bags. It might be a bag. Yeah, it, it might, might be, be my bags bag. that I have, which led me. I imagine the bag that you have on the table right now with this weed. <laughs> yes. <on it>. yes, my <laughs> and, my Brendan Black. And, and in a hundred years, this was my great grandma's <laughs> okay. bag. <laughs> she, <laughs> she <laughs> was revolutionary mm. do you see these cannabis leaves over the back 
This is a hundred year old restored bag. Yeah. We don't touch it, Mm -hmm. but we keep it on a nice, I mean, you know. It's lost shape a little bit. This one is fresh right now that I'm looking at, but in hundred yeah, years, right. it's not going to look like this. So. Mm-hmm. And keep it in a glass box. <laughs> right. Beauty and the Beast, my shit. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that led me to this tweet, funny enough. Um, so this tweet comes from someone on Twitter, clearly. <laughs> um, and they tweeted, the fact that y'all thought you could pass down a tail far back to your great grandchildren. It's crazy. LOL. Huh? What do y'all think? I mean, you can pass down whatever you want to your great grandchildren or to your yeah, children. What? I, mm-hmm. in the, at the end of the day, nothing's going to be in production for forever, right? Right. You could, someone could have passed along a rock aware shirt, honey. Mm hmm. And now looking for if you if you if you're trying to find it, it was in mass production back then, right? Mm-hmm. But now if you try to find a rock shirt, they don't sell them anymore. What right. you got? I don't think so. I hope not. Do they? I don't think so. Okay, yeah, I don't think they show rock wear no more. So I don't think trying so. to find a rock shirt, it may not be the coolest thing, you know. It may mm. not be something that people are like, but you never know. Like they might flip it, mm-hmm. but then it also comes into contact. Like, what? How do you keep the heirloom in mint condition, or do you do that, or do you right. just keep it? Because I still have, I still have. Like, I think my grandma also, whenever I was younger, my grandma gave me, like, my grandpa's PJ. It's, like, some, like, the PJs that he used to wear. Mm-hmm. And I have them in my drawer, but I can't fit them shits no more. Like, <laughs> I am so tall. I'm, I'm, I'm realizing, oh my you know, whenever I was younger and my grandma passed away, he was harder than me, obviously. But now I'm thinking, like, damn, he was small, girl. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, dang, grandpa was small because these things <laughs> is coming up on me. But I still have them. I don't think I could ever throw them away, but I have them. Right. So, yeah. I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I thought that's fine. Pass along what you want to pass along. Mm-hmm. I felt the same way. I thought this was such like a stupid ass tweet. Like, yeah. why would you say that? You can choose to pass down whatever the fuck you want. And I mean, Telfar hasn't even been around 10 damn years right. yet, I don't think. So, I mean, give shit time to like appreciate value. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Telfies are going for the low now. They're going for the low now, yeah. And I feel like at the end of the day, heirlooms don't always have to, you know, it doesn't always have to mean like it's super valuable. Like yeah. a lot of things are just as... It's just important. It's, it's the story behind it. It's yeah. the story. Like, it may definitely be a thing where it's like, you know, someone passing it down to someone and being like, you know... Maybe the family is in a place of privilege now, but it wasn't always that way. And they think about like, oh, like whenever your grandma like moved here to the U.S. or whenever your grandma was in the U.S., like she was really, really, really poor, couldn't afford any luxury, anything in the first, you know, luxury bag that wasn't, you know, that that was a a substantial amount of money Mm -hmm. um, that you could finally like, you know, take some money from and save for was this Telfar bag. And Mm -hmm. we now pass it on to let people know, like, you know, how far we've come. This family may have accumulated tons of wealth. Right. But like, you know, this bag means so much because this was the beginning. Like, you know, being Mm -hmm. able to being able to take care of your bills, take care of your kids, take care of your rent, and then have money left over to buy mm-hmm. something that something for yourself that is yeah. of luxury. And it it's a story. It's it's about the story that goes along with it. It really mm-hmm. is. It's not about that. Exactly. Every now and then you might get a you know baseball cards and shit. I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. Right. But exactly. It's, it's gonna be about the story. Cause I have some things to pass on. 
You know what I'm saying? I got and me I would a whole love... Disney magazine collection. Yes, okay. you do. Sitting up in my closet. Okay. Do the, are they worth anything? I don't know. I'm I'm pretty right. sure pretty that sure. they're worth a lot. Because they don't make Disney them no more. the Disney adults they got. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I'm a pass lot of money. these things on. I'm like, here, take them. I don't know if they're going to be worth something, but they might be. Mm-hmm. You never know. Someone exactly. might pay good money for them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So guess what? If I can stand it, I will be passing down my month tell farce. I'll be passing them all down. I'll pass down every bag I have because I love all my bags and all my bags are special to me and they all have an important meaning mm-hmm. to me. You know what I mean? So yeah, like what I said, it's like the story. It's the story, it's of, the story of the things that you're passing down and we shouldn't shit on people for what they decide to pass down and the stories they decide to tell. Okay. Mm. So mm. there. Mm. okay and the last thing i have on here i wasn't gonna bring it up but i just kind of thought of a way to elaborate on it just a smidge so i will say it so um if y'all if y'all know if you if you're black are you black (laughs) okay i am black all right if you're black you you know (laughs) right if you're black you know one of the worst things that can happen in your house is when you come home from a day of school, you open up that front door, your parent or guardian or whoever is in the kitchen cooking, and you get that that first whiff, mm-hmm. and you smell spaghetti. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, you mm. already know how your week is going to go. You're about to eat that shit every day. Well. You're going to eat spaghetti three times a day yes. for seven days a week. <laughs> There's some spaghetti in there. There's some spaghetti in there. Oh, no. Okay. Y'all know how we feel about spaghetti on this podcast. Okay. If you've listened, you know. I don't want it. Yeah, even though my opinion on spaghetti has changed. Yeah, yeah, it has. I'm sorry. You do your thing. Whatever. I will. <laughs> you stay over there. But, French. um... There's a family who decided... They were going to take spaghetti time and make it, you know, more enjoyable, more fun for the family. Right. Um, they do so these folks, they were not black. So I'm not sure oh. if this is how it usually goes down. Um, but this family, they were like, it's, we're going to have spaghetti for the kids, but I don't want to do all the cleanup and all these things. So what they did was the dad went ahead and he went outside he got a sheet out laid it out on the grass um and then he cooked a bunch of pasta you know all the sauce and meat and stuff and just dumped it all mm. um on top of this sheet that was just laying up in the grass mm. and then the like wife, this, is, this is the bed sheet it looks like a bed <laughs> sheet okay. i'm not gonna mm. it looked like bed sheet okay um wow okay and so you know ding 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 he rings the dinner bell he's Come on. And and um I know you're wondering like wait on the, on the grass. So he sat it on the grass? Yes, because this is how they ate it. They oh. sat down. You can't say it. Hmm? You can't say No. They sat down crisscross applesauce. They sat down crisscross applesauce, okay? And um took their hands. Oh, reached down. It was <laughs> Let me let me run down who's in the lineup. The the father, mm-hmm. the baby, who's probably under a year. Mm. So the baby the can, baby's fine. The baby's fine. This is this is how babies eat. Do. Okay. Yeah, this is what they real. do. So that baby was just fine. Then I think there was the wife and their other one children? Two children? Okay. Okay. 
They all sit down on the grass. On the on the grass or on the sheet? What do they sit down on? Well, they had the food on the sheet. Oh, so that was that was. So I think they were sitting straight on the grass. Okay, great. Yeah, and then they uh yeah sat on down, reached their hands down, hands into into the pile of the pile of spaghetti. The sauce, wow. you know, the the meat, everything, and they all dig their hands down into, it and they just pick up handfuls of spaghetti and just take bites out of the handfuls. And the kids are like taking a bite, you know, taking a big handful, taking a bite, and kind of like putting it back down and oh. grabbing, grabbing a meatball, and then grab. It's just if you are having spaghetti night and you're doing this. Get out. Don't invite me. But that just sounds dirty. A little barbaric even. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And when they were done, they just picked up the sheet and whoop, tossed it's, it. Hmm. Oh, why? Oh, gosh. They didn't want to clean up. <gasps> oh, I see it. Oh, I see it. <laughs> you oh, see it? I see it. see it. Oh, I see it. See oh, it. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. This is not fun at all. Mm-hmm. So just imagine. You know, you come home from a day of school, you crack that door open, you smell spaghetti, and you like, damn. <laughs> and then dad says, guess what? We doing spaghetti night different. And you like, oh, shit. We doing it different? What we doing? We eating it outside on the grass. Crisscross applesauce. In what the front yard at that. In the front yard. Because there's a garage well, everybody in this video. Has yeah. They're doing this in their front yard. Oh, God. No, oh, this is terrible. God. You're on display. <laughs> I just cannot For imagine. the neighborhood to see. What kind of barbaric. <laughs> I cannot imagine. Oh, my goodness. The many, uh, you know, ants, bugs, you know, things that fly and all that great stuff. I cannot imagine how many droves came through while they were having this, this, this spaghetti. This spaghetti. And how many people were putting their hands on the grass and then, oh, no, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. You see how Can't terrible it is? Can't do that. No, thank you. No, thank you. Mm. Mm. Hmm. And that's all I got for the birds. Okay. Mm. But speaking of no thank you, what are we paying dust this week? What had us? I'm paying dust to just not being prepared. Mm. <laughs> just not being prepared. Okay. Oh, no. I felt like I was prepared yesterday and today I felt like I was not prepared. Mm. I was I was supposed to be at work at a certain time. I got to work a little late. I didn't have hair products. I didn't have a, a really like a change of clothes. I wasn't mm. at home whenever I got to work. So I just felt so behind in the beginning of my day. I yeah. wasn't in it. I wasn't in it at all. In the go- I'm in a great mindset now. I still have things I need to do. Yeah. But yeah, I just was not prepared today. And it really didn't feel good to not be prepared. So mm. I need to get that shit together. No, I feel you. Mm-hmm. I need to get that shit together. Yeah, I, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm paying dust. I'm paying dust to cast away mm, yes. the restaurants. <laughs> yes. Cast away the restaurants. Okay. We went to the one in Burbank. Mm-hmm. If you're in Burbank and you want... If you just want something, I'll. If you just want something edible, uh, don't go up that hill, baby. Don't go up that hill. Don't waste your time. Oh God, it's not worth. I it. wasn't there, so I don't even know what. Like, oh my, you. When I say it. you're so lucky, you are not there. You are so <laughs> lucky, you are not there. Would have turned up on that. Uh, 
It was terrible. So, if y'all are listening, last week, y'all know we gave a birthday shout out to our girl, Joanna. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Yes, happy birthday again. And um, so, this weekend, to celebrate, we went out and we had brunch. We had it up at Castaway up in Burbank. And um, we just had the most terrible experience that you can, like, possibly imagine. Um, so, we kind of rolled up. You know, we get seated and we're just chilling, talking, you know, good vibes are going. We're, you know, deciding what we want to eat and things like that. And then we kind of notice like, damn, it's been 30 minutes and we don't, our waiter hasn't even come over here yet. Okay. That's already a problem. Already a problem. Right. Okay. So time keeps going. I'll say like maybe another 15 or so minutes go by. And then the waiter finally comes on over. She's like, hi guys, you know, blah, 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 blah. What can I get you? Um, and then we all order, you know, like our drinks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're still kind of like waiting on a couple more people and we don't want to like order the food too early. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so it took it. It felt like it took another 20 ish minutes for just the damn drinks to come out. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, OK, can we, let's just go ahead and order, order food before yeah. you leave again. So we went ahead. Everyone ordered. And so we're cool now we just waiting on the food we're chilling we're vibing the other people that we were waiting for they got there and then we noticed that like at this point it's been we've been here for over two hours and like we don't have our food yet (laughs) you're at a restaurant we we didn't even get the appetizer though oh yeah before it was just a Caesar salad, but we didn't even get that yet. We yeah. were still waiting on that to come out. When we noticed, like, damn, where the fuck is our food at? Like, we've been we've been waiting. That's when they came and said, hi, guys, we have your starters. And they said that damn salad, and I was so fucking pissed. Dry. I looked down at that damn salad. Dry. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. It was dry. dry. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was a mess. Then, um, then what happened? <laughs> oh, then about... 30 or 20 more minutes after that then they come to our table and they tell us so sorry half of the table that ordered the chicken and waffles we ran out of chicken oh we've been here over two hours now and there's no more chicken and waffles we just learned that there was no more chicken and waffles but also how the fuck you we ordered so long ago yes like that's the point where did they go I would love to know because at one point they sat us literally right in front of the little um, window the for the part. kitchen. So we turned around. We're at seeing one point. them prepping all these chicken and waffles. Uh, when, I tell you, when I tell you the full island was full of chicken and waffles. So we're like, OK, cool. Our food must be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. No. uh-uh, mm-mm. And then yeah, all that time later, then they finally come and tell us, oh, sorry, we ran out of chicken. And we have to. It's right here. So, I can see it, baby. Where is it going? So we can do it. We can substitute. We have to substitute. At this point, nobody wants to fucking eat. eat. We're over it. We're done. Um. So the people that had to get substitutions had to order what they needed to order. And then finally, the food comes. Not the substitutions yet, but the food that we had ordered at first finally mm-hmm. comes. Um. We eat that shit. It was nasty. Nobody liked their food. We all thought it was gross. And then he had to come over again and then fix that problem. And then the cake comes out. Tell me why they didn't take the cake out of the fridge until it was time to cut the cake. So it was like, It was cold as hell. Oh, no. You try to cut through the cake and it was like, you know, you, you give you that struggle. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. And then... They were supposed to cut the cake. Yeah. They made the birthday girl cut the cake. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being on the phone and they were talking about there was going to be a cake cutting yes. fee per slice. So I figured they would cut the cake for... Yeah. No. Oh, interesting. 
They didn't even give her the proper utensil to mm-hmm. cut the cake. They brought the proper utensil when we had her. You got done serving everybody. Passed it all out. Slice. Oh, I finally found the cake slicer. Oh, we're done. We're not. No, we're done here. Yeah, so, yeah. So, um, yeah. Then for uh, for their apology, what they did was they brought out a Beauty and the Beast ass um drink. presentation for the drink. Mm-hmm. Yes. Made the smoke come all out and all that stuff. A rosewater lemonade, some shit, vodka, something. I guess that's annoying. Or something. I don't, I don't know. want an apology. I don't want to pay for shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was how we ended up going to brunch and being there from about one thirty to what do you say, Nika? About five. It was like yeah. Like <laughs> There's five. no way. Yes. Swear to you. There's no way. Yeah. Swear to you. There's no way. Wasn't I even swear. drunk. Didn't get drunk. Everybody left hungry because nobody ate. <laughs> they tried like, it. No. That, they owe. They owe her. That was That's a mess. Bullshit. Yeah. It was a mess. I was like, they need a nasty review. Mm. They need they need a lot of things, but what mm. the fuck? No. Mm-mm. It was terrible. Mm-mm. Ew. But then we had fun at... We had fun at doing this house, though, afterward. We had yeah. a good time. I, I was at that party. That was fun. Mm-hmm. 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 What are you paying, Desnika? Same thing? Yeah, the same thing. <laughs> Amen. I figured. I was like, y'all gonna be on the same page and pay a What about shining mm. moments? What are our shining moments this week? Mm. Uh, my shining moment is going to be um, just that I had a really good week. Um, I got to see my friends. We got to have some fun. We got to have some drinks, play some games. Um, and like something that, you know, something, some pretty cool stuff. Maybe possibly, possibly happened for my boo this week as well so it's just it was really cool to see like growth and all those things and success and you know it was just really nice just to be with my all my friends and all my people and they all had good stuff going on for them so that was great come on i love that yeah do you have any shiny moments nika um yeah it's gonna be seeing my friends on Saturday with August's birthday. And oh that yeah, was really that fun. was fun. <laughs> and then Sunday we had Joanna's, but obviously you know the first half they had us in the first half. It wasn't mm. good. Um, but the second half that was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was fun. I think my shiny moment would probably have to be. Mm, I got to see my family this week. Um, I had a family picnic. We have a family picnic every year. So I got a chance to really see my peoples, my cousins, all extended family, which was really good. It was a great vibe. It wasn't too hot out there like I thought it was going to be. I didn't get a chance to stay for as long as I wanted to. But with the time that I did have, I was able to really enjoy myself. I ate good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I got to see my family and I loved Aww. that. So yes, that's my shining moment for the week, y'all. <laughs> you know, it's always a good thing to see a family. Like it is. I mean, sure. for some people, you know. I mean, like, <laughs> oh yeah, for yeah, some people. Some, but some for people. me, I, I'm close to my family, very close. So just seeing them all together, um, I hang out with them a lot. But I don't get a chance to see my extended family a lot. So it's always really nice to see them. Aww. But yeah, that was my weekend. That's my shining moment. Love that. Um. Well. With further ado, let's go into Gust of Wind, shall we? Let's do it. Ooh. Blow us away. Blow us away. So all I've got for y'all this week is some new music, but we can talk about this for as long as we need to. Okay. Did y'all listen to Tank's new album? I did. Okay, yes. Tank has a new album called R&B Money. Now, for those who don't know, mm-hmm. I am a Tank fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Tank has a, has a very particular audience of people. Some people don't like Tank like that. That's fine. I respect it, Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he did come out with a new album. I always tell people, I say, Tank makes great R&B music. Mm-hmm. Even if you may not like him behind the mic singing it. But the, the way that the way that in. Tank vocally produces everything that he's on is impeccable. His vocal production is it just I feel like it really does give you that male R and B and then also like a new freshness to it, like wrapped into it. Mm. So I like how he uses his vocals and how he produces his vocals on every R and B track he's on. Now, you know, I I well, I listened to the album. <laughs> I listened to the album, and it really wasn't bad. I had some hits. Uh-huh. I think I had like a couple misses. I think all the singles were like a miss for me. Mm. Um, like I don't think I don't think I enjoyed uh, home. Oh no, I did, I did like home because home was talking about the punana, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. punana, and how yes. it, and how it's home, home to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I did like his remix on his. I Deserve song. He had like a, another song kind of that's called I Deserve Again, mm-hmm. but it's like a little slow remix. Maybe it was See Through Love or Can't Let Us Show. One of these things I don't think I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the song that I was into, into, uh-huh. my favorite song. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is No Limit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tank. Um, tank. Tank has a song with Alex Asley called No Limit. And yes. it hit. Hit. Mm-hmm. It hit. I like that one. I kind of want to play a piece of it, but I just don't know where to start at in the song. So, mm. what did y'all like while I find my portion? Um, oh, I... Did y'all like anything? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I'm one of those people who, yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really here for Tank like that. Um, but I liked No Limit. Because I mean that was that was just a really good song and Alex Isley, she can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we get to hear her talk nasty. Mm-hmm. She was talking. Kinda, she was talking nasty. She was talking. Alex Isley was talking that. Sh- Ain't no singles anywhere, but I still make it rain. I said, mm-hmm. I said, hold on, we ain't heard You're that. Talking that shit on this. <laughs> we ain't heard that before. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm, I liked that. Um, I liked Home as well. Um, okay, so I'm happy that we like home. Yeah, I liked home as well, and um, I did not like the songs that were like like remixes to the to like classics. Even even he did one. his own, yeah. and I didn't like it. <laughs> there were a lot of samples on this album, by the way, and I was not feeling it. <laughs> but you know. I think the cover art could have been better. It's a little. I did too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like the cover art. It's given Marvin Tup. <gasps> mm. Why would you say Marvin Sapp? Faded. <laughs> Y'all, it's Marvin Sapp. Marvin Sapp revealed this week that, or last week, that he used to be off them things. I need to listen to Tank talk about his album because I don't really know what the, <laughs> why the why the titles R and B money, but he's, yeah, you know, he wants to give us his, in the right. beginning. He says very clearly, "I want to give you this R and B money," and I said, "Well, mm-hmm. where's my check? <laughs> <gasps> we should get a check for listening to this. We like, should. what's going on? We should. I thought it was very yeah, um, yeah. It's like R and B money, which I guess." Now that I'm thinking of the title again and what I heard, I can see how it relates 
But I was like, sometimes I just be wanting to hear people just sing over some like some you know some nice little R and B beats. But he was kind of singing over like some trap, right? Some, mm-hmm. some trap shit, and I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready. But you know, hey, it's Tank. It's Tank. It's Tank. You know, it's tank. I'm not. I'm not a hater, but I'm not a super fan. Okay. But yeah. Nika, how did you feel? I liked it. I liked home. I like no limit. I like to make sure. Make sure what's my name? Um, oh, make sure. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, yes. it was pretty good. But I look. At, oh, I kind of like tank though. So yeah, but, I like tank. <laughs> there, are, there, are, there are there are some tank fans, and I'm yeah, a tank fan. I like tank, so it just so. depends. You know, yeah. it just depends. I like to see is I, I like him behind the pen. I like him uh-huh. producing the vocals. I don't know if I've listened to a full tank body of work like that in a yeah. in a while. So this was yeah. nice to get. But I did find my little portion of the song, so I'll play a little bit of it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I but don't you forget, babe, you got the right one. You'll remember my every move and forget your name. Ain't no singles anywhere, but I still make it rain. You've been playing on the undercard. Come on, Alex. Alex Isley? <laughs> yes. Come on, Alex. You can put Alex Isley on anything. I would love for the Migos to work with Alex Isley. Let's hear it. Aren't they not Let's together see. anymore, though? I don't know. Who? The Migos. They oh, yeah. yeah. I, I heard that they broke up. Yeah. Now it's just Offset. Mm-hmm. And then it's... Quavo and Take Off. Quavo and Take Off have a group called... <sighs> the... I don't know. It's the something. Migo. No. Mm. That's not what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but yes. Mm-hmm. Um, on to the next thing on new music. What else came out? Hmm. Ah, Tink. Yes, y'all know I love me some Tank. To Tank, from Tank to Tank, from Tank to Tank, (laughs) Tank tank came out with Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk. It's a sixteen songs, Um, Mm -hmm. and I really do like the project. But I'm a really big Tank fan, so obviously I'm gonna like everything (laughs) that she puts out. The only one that I'm a little bit yeah over is possibly mine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's just because really I have a it. I have a special relationship <laughs> with the boy is mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're gonna sample it, <laughs> that's fine. Or make your own version, that's fine. You know, I just mm. Mm, I don't know because I could like the cater the cater song with two chains. I loved it. Mm-hmm. She worked that, but the boy is the the mine song with money long. Y'all know I love money long. Tank too mm-hmm. here. You know, it's not no secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it. I think it could have been done differently. I don't know what I would have done differently with it, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it could have been executed differently, mm-hmm. maybe, and that mm-hmm. would have been cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do like the I do like the album. I think, uh, especially the Switch was a great song. Come on, that's yes. my favorite Switch, on there. Switch was a great song. Um, I do like um, the song with Fabulous was interesting too. I don't really know. Yeah, F A B O L O U S. Um, you know, come on. I, I do like Switch. I do like I Choose Me. Uh, and I do like Opposite, too. And Cater. Goofy is good, too. Shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. That whole good. first five, six yes, tracks. Yes, the first. Yeah, that yeah, first half That, that was first block was, was solid was for going me. In. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. What about mm-hmm. Sean? Um, yeah, I really like the album. I'll agree. Um, yeah, that first block was like really good. From the first song, Going Back. 
down to, to throwback, like that chunk right there was really good. And then that's when mine comes on. And you're like, okay, girl, well, anyway. <laughs> on that one. Um <laughs> and then like I feel like then the rest the rest of the album after that, like the sounds kinda like, you know, switch up here and there. They kinda, you know, you get a little around with the yeah, yeah. Which I liked. Um my favorite songs on here were Switch and I Choose Me. I loved that. Yeah. One. After t- in the album with that was really good. Yeah. That was important. That was really good. That was really good. Yeah, I love this. I love this. Pillow talk. Yeah. What about you, Nika? Um, I love me some Tink. And I like Switch. I like Opposite. Well, well we all liked like the first half. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> then when it got to mine... Um, they just could have did so much better with that song. I just feel like it could have been different. It yeah. could have been executed differently. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a song. It's one of those old songs that it's really hard to touch. Yeah. So if you're gonna remix it, you got to do it right. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it might have been. It might not have been done in the best way. Because wasn't Hitmaker the uh, executive producer of this? Okay, Hitmaker was all over Hitmaker. this. Yeah, all over. All over this. this. <laughs> I'm not sure if he made the beat for mine, but whatever it is. You know? I like the beat. Get some tank, get some pillow talk. Um, I'm going to pass it over to Nika now to talk about Demi Lovato's Holy Fuck because I didn't get a chance to listen to it. So, Nika, can you please tell us your review on Demi Lovato's Holy Fuck? Hello, everyone. I am Nika. (laughs) And I am here. So, we have Demetria here. (laughs) Demetria! Not Demetria. Mm Mm-mm. That's their name. What is their name? <laughs> okay. So, Demetria came out with an album called Holy Fuck. And I liked it. It really took me back to, <laughs> to like, when Demi, like, first was coming out, like, putting out, like, Get Back and all those, like, okay. rock gems when she was, when she, when she was playing her guitar, when she was pulling out the ca- guitar and doing and her doing thing. Her thing. Yeah. She was doing her thing on this album, I think. She was really, she was really doing something. She was mm. really like jumping into her like rock mm. music. Mm. Okay, and camp I really rock. <laughs> camp rock. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, let's see, yes. let's see what songs. Um, a single. I know. I don't know if you guys heard the single Twenty Nine when she's talking about the inappropriate relationship because she was only 17 and he was 29 she was i did out. see some of the scuttlebutt yeah <laughs> yeah but well that's a single just so people can know um but i like skin of my teeth that's also a single as well i like substance eat me um come together is pretty good come on she but said demi like, bitch you kind of did it demi you did no, it she because it it was it really just reminded me of um let me see i've never don't forget that's what it was called okay the very first one i've never i've never heard no demi really i'm gonna be honest oh my gosh i ain't never heard no demi yo when demi popped i was not on disney anymore so i didn't i don't know anything i don't know anything about that i've like anything past that's so raven like i'm i don't know 
Me, oh. me and West wa- yeah. watched her documentaries. She was going through it. Was At this point, it. it's a brand. To me, yeah. it's it is. Um, I'm, <laughs> that's what's kind of interesting because with every documentary that comes, I'm getting myself together and I get it. But sometimes yeah. you just gotta wait until you're actually together for years mm-hmm. to make yeah. a documentary because now it's like every yeah two three years we get a documentary on. I'm still not okay, and I'm like okay, yeah. okay, um, right. You know, after a while, you get just you know burnt out on the story. So, mm-hmm. and focus on you, Demi. And whenever you're actually really in a space where you want to share your growth and where you've been, give us a documentary. That, well, you know what? We've had enough. Yeah. We might have had enough. Maybe like way later. Yeah, way later. Way, way later. later. Yeah, just focus on you and your health right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got to put you on some Demi because Demi got some good things. She does. Um, lastly, on my Gusta One segment, I just want to do a mention of Jade Nova, an artist that we do love here at the Black Umbrella, came out with a new song called Trip, and I want to play a little bit of it. Do y'all mind? Yes. When it's void of light, so much to discover. Can you take a road trip deeper than the ocean? That's Jay Nova. Mm-hmm. I love Jay Nova. I'm going to see her tomorrow in concert. Yeah, so excited. <laughs> so excited. I've been listening to some Jay Nova just to get myself prepared because I don't know all the songs, but I know the ones that I know. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, Jay Nova's a great artist. If y'all don't know her, get on to her already. Come on now. Where are you? If you've been with us, then you've been with Jay. So uh, yeah. come Very on true. now. Very true. Catch on up now. Mm-hmm. I think um, her, I think the full project drops like really soon. So yeah. okay. we're, we're going to be talking about her again, I'm sure. Right. You already know. You already know. Um, and yeah, that's it for my guest of one segment. So, Frenchie, do you want to take it away? Yes, I will. Uh, um, let's go under our umbrella. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need to get us a real sound effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we really do. Um, but under our umbrella today, we are going to talk about nepotism. Okay. Okay. So, um, this kind of came up because I saw this tweet floating around, and I'm gonna read it right now. It comes from Kirk Wright seventy nine. Um. Well, first of all, let's let's talk about what nepotism is before I um read the tweet. So I'm gonna just go ahead and read you off like the, I'm turning into Nika. Oh, <gasps> oh my god. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But yes, nepotism. Okay, it is the practice among those with power or influence of favoring uh, of favoring relatives or friends, especially by giving them jobs. Mm-hmm. So essentially, like if your mom is the CEO of fucking McDonald's, if she wanted to pull enough damn strings and use that little nepotism card, she can get you in at like a high executive position too, right? Think yeah. of it like that. Mm-hmm. Nepotism works like that where. You know someone that has a certain position and they use their position and their relation to you to pull you up in the work ladder. Okay? hmm Yeah. So, um, in this tweet that comes from Kirk Wright 79, it says, I want black folks to stop thinking nepotism is a bad thing. It's disproportionate because we lack the access. But if a family member wants to be an actor and they're good, why wouldn't I use my connections to get them a gig? 
not everyone needs to struggle before they make it. And I thought that was really good Mm -hmm. because I feel like lots of times in like black communities, um, there's like this, I don't know, like this way of thinking of like how you don't want like a handout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like no one should be giving each other handouts just because we're a family or we're this or we're that. It's like we all think that we have to like work hard individually. And even if we can help, we won't because I don't know. Yeah. We feel like we shouldn't be able to like use our position and our power to help people. Um in close proximity to us yeah. like our friends and our family and things like that um what do you guys think about that or your experience with it maybe um i think it's important i feel like <laughs> i feel like that's the whole point of networking mm-hmm. like even if it comes to it may not be like a family member but even if it's someone who you've met in a right. job and you just become close to them and become friends with them and then they get you a spot at their job or an mm-hmm. opportunity. That's what networking is. Like, that's what people mm-hmm. do. I mean, even if we're just talking about nepotism and knowing that you have a cousin or an aunt or an uncle or a brother right. or a sister or whatever who works in the field that you want to work in, my goal is to get you to a place where, number one, you're prepared to go into that field, mm-hmm. but also to use my resources once I have them. I do think that it's a little different whenever it comes to knowing who to. I don't want to say who to choose for, like, as a process, Mm -hmm. but the person needs to be ready. Like, I know that I'm a person who has resources Mm -hmm. for in in a lot of different fields. Mm -hmm. However, I don't feel comfortable giving those resources or extending my resources if I think that said individual isn't ready for them Mm -hmm. or hasn't prepared Mm -hmm. properly for them or isn't really dedicating as much for them. Like if I see someone working Mm -hmm. and doing their thing and getting their shit, like it's almost like, it's almost like I, because my connection is my connection. And I can't risk putting someone into something that they're not ready for. Mm-hmm. Because your name is connected. Because my name is connected to it. So that right. way, if someone else comes along who's actually ready for this shit, right. and I recommend them, they're like, ah, you gave me somebody last time and they were shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. thank you, but no thank you. You know, mm-hmm. like, and it, that, mm-hmm. it just, it, you don't want to risk your connection because this is my cousin. She ain't really ready, but you know, you can get her. But no, mm-hmm. no, like I'm a, I'm gonna give you a hard. No, mm-hmm. I have no problem saying no. Like, you know, not right now. Now it's time. We're not ready for this. You're not ready for this, but come to me with something. And then I can, I'll see if you're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, now it may be different for other people. You know, they might just be like, you know, they ain't ready, but they gonna jump into it. They might actually get it. Uh, but I just know that I, I don't have the, I don't got nothing to fall back on if I lose my connection. So <laughs> we ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, So in the end, I guess I want to say that I do want to see you working hard toward what it is, but I don't want to see you like struggling knowing that you're working hard. Like if I see you working Mm -hmm. hard and you're not getting shit, I'm about to see what I can do to get you some shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's how it should be all around the board. For me, I feel that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Nika? I feel the same way. Like, I don't feel like you should just get it to get it. Like you Mm -hmm. should actually show that you can do the work because if I give it to you and you don't know what the fuck you're doing, that's not only looking bad on you, but it's looking bad on me because I'm the one who brought you to this person. And I also feel like another, like another good way to like really um, make sure that you already is to 
like go go to go to your contact or whoever it is and be mm-hmm. like do you have somebody who is willing to like um let me shadow them like so mm-hmm. that i can learn hands on mm-hmm. so that you can at least like get some sort of experience of what you would be going into if you were to be able to actually get into the position or place that you're that you're trying to get your contact to get you into because mm-hmm. then that's showing okay like i want to actually see what they actually are doing at this place mm-hmm. so that i'm more prepared and i'm not just trying to get in where i fit in and hope that it goes well mm-hmm. i feel that i i mean yeah i guess i i agree um with both of y'all um i feel like nepotism is like real powerful and people should use it a lot more than they do well um thinking i'm thinking with like the black community so mm-hmm. because that's kind of like what i view things from sorry yeah. but um, i know we didn't apologize for what <laughs> right. <laughs> right i don't have that world view yet okay um but yeah i feel like there's a lot of times where you know folks will be really struggling even though they're working really hard to get certain things or you know to make it into certain places or whatever and it's really unfortunate when there is someone that's in their family or that you know their friend or something like that that they're close with that can help them and they don't simply because they don't want to be the person who's just kind of like they think that they're like abusing their power or something like that like or they're making it too easy for someone because they had to work hard or whatever i feel like we should just if we have opportunities for people to get in, why not look to those closest around you to pull in? You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you, if it's, if that's something that you're able to do, if you know people that are qualified and capable. Now, like what said, if you're not ready, then don't be out here pulling the nepotism card and you pulling in folks that ain't shit because then you're going to get dirt on your name. Mm-hmm. But you know, if they're working hard and you want to try to help them out, then I don't see anything wrong with that. Honestly, I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of want to bring up a few like recent stories. Okay. Um, funny enough, these stories came out like within the same week of each other. But if y'all don't know, um, you just Elba, he just came out with a new movie called Beast um and in the movie he's like he's a dad and he has two children a son and a daughter right and beast happens okay they (laughs) they also down a safari and all these things happen but um in the movie he was actual real life daughter Mm -hmm. wanted to play the role of his daughter in the movie beast and um apparently like you just elba he didn't like help her out at all for the part or kind of like really tell anyone or something like that he just let her go in and just audition Mm -hmm. just like that like well you need to go ahead and audition and then we'll see what they say from there um and then you know she didn't get the part and apparently from this like but um, the result from this was that, like, she ended up not speaking to him for three weeks because she felt like he could have pulled some strings to get her the role in the movie. And, yeah, they just felt, I guess, like, the reason for her not getting it, they honestly, they said, like, oh, just the chemistry just, like, wasn't there, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny. 
because that's like his real daughter. So yeah, I, uh, but you have to have chemistry with right. not only On your set. dad, mm-hmm. but your the other co yeah. mm-hmm. you know, with everybody else on set as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was really interesting, like a nepotism kind of conversation. But then, but wasn't the nepotism in that? How so? The audition, like you got an audition. Well, yeah, I guess so. Like because she got I feel the like audition. You don't have to go through a formal project. It was like I don't. I'm not sure if like she has an agent. Maybe she does. Or like, yeah. what I, I'm looking at her IMDb right now. A lot of her credits are self credits, like 18, 2018, 2019 self credits. Just like I did this on the red carpet. I did this on the red carpet. Uh-huh. I did like a hosting thing here. And the only actress credit she has is one credit, and it's from it's from this year for a short film. Uh huh. Um. So like her filmography isn't really a, a long list of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm thinking, you know, especially for it to be considered for a movie as big as this with a star as big as this as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, credits don't mean everything. As long as you have the talent, you'll be able to book what you need to book. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you don't have an ex- expansive acting background like that. Mm-hmm. So getting the audition even could probably be like a form of nepotism. Like, you know what? I'm not going to help you. I want you to do this. But I'm gonna get you an audition. Like mm-hmm. that's what I can do for you because yeah. I did, and then you know it's it's not in my hands once that happens, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But funny enough, another story came out on some nepotism, mm-hmm. right? So we know Reese Witherspoon. We know yes. Reese. We know Reese. We know Reese. Okay, and she has a son. Okay, his name is Deacon Philippe. Philippe? 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 I think it's possibly. Philippe. I say Philippe. You know. He's a Philip. Um, but his (laughs) name, his name's Deacon. And um, if you don't know Mindy Colling, we know her from The Office. We know her from all the great other shows that she's written and produced written and produced since then. And one of the shows that she has going on right now is a show on Netflix called Never Have I Ever. Mm -hmm. And apparently, you know, I guess they were watching the show or something like that and Reese and her son, you know, they were having a conversation and he told his mom, like, I'm kind of interested in acting and he's never acted before. Mm -hmm. But Reese went ahead and she hit up, she hit up Mindy Mm -hmm. because Mindy, I mean, she, that's like actually her show. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? She's like Shonda bitch over there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So hit her up like, Hey, um, my son kind of has an interest in acting what do you got? Mm-hmm. You know, and Mindy was like, actually, hey, um, now that I think about it, like I have this role on my show and why not? Why not bring him on? Mm-hmm. Why not bring him on? And he got the role. Oh. So it was just funny to see like the difference in the stories. Not saying that one is more justified than the other. It was just funny that both these stories came out and then they kind of went two different ways Mm -hmm. um and then it also made me think about the story with um denzel washington's son Mm -hmm. how um i I read a story like when tenant that movie tenant had came out and he in the story he was kind of saying how um growing up and everything like on his journey to become an actor that he hid the fact that denzel washington was his father and he didn't want him to help him with anything because he felt like he should earn it himself and yeah. everything, which I mean, granted, he did end up kind of, you know, 
proving himself and mm-hmm. making it on yeah. his own. But I just, yeah, it's just funny. Sometimes, sometimes people will pull that card for you and it won't work out. Sometimes they will pull it and it will work out. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes folks don't want it pulled for themselves at all, but they'll still make it happen. Well, yeah. yeah. I I even think I think it also has to do with just how close are you to the people who you're working with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Possibly Idris might have been able to get his daughter an interview and that's it. I mean, an interview. Audition. Uh, audition. And that may have been it. It may not have been as easy just to hit up with a director. Maybe if it's a director that he's not familiar with or not really friends with like that. Right. Versus I feel like Reese and Mindy probably yeah. are. Right. They probably have Rather a really good relationship. They probably have a relationship outside mm-hmm. of just acting. And even if they didn't, I see it's, I feel like it's always just different in that, in that, mm-hmm. in that realm. But I also do think that for, I feel like it should have been a fair chance for, I'm not sure if Reese Witherspoon's son had to audition. I don't think so. Yeah. Like I feel like something, something that is just given, mm-hmm. it's beautiful sometimes, but it ends up sometimes it ends up not working out and you're wasting money, right? So I still right. feel like even if you were to tell me that your son was interested in acting, I would still make them audition yeah. just to do like a like a chemistry test and all those things because I would love to give them a job. I just mm-hmm. need to work out. And granted, I may only audition that person. And if I see that the chemistry is there, why not hire them? You know, like yeah. I'll yeah. do it. But if they didn't have to audition, I feel like that's kind of like, you know, so we're just going to see how you do in these rehearsals and then, mm, hope you the know, best. try to clean it up or get you somebody. Mm-hmm. That's a little different. I still feel like there should be some kind of step before just like, Here you hey, girl, my son <laughs> need a job. Girl, I got one. Boom. Yeah. Throw them in there. You know, especially if they've never acted before. It's a yeah. whole different thing. Like, you don't know blocking. You don't know, like, camera work. You don't know where to Expressions. look. I mean, granted, maybe you've seen your mom on set a couple times, but doing it for yourself is a mm-hmm. whole different thing. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I mean, I, it's a great learning opportunity. Like, you know, I'm happy that they were able to get that pro- that that opportunity. And I'm not, I haven't seen that, have I ever, but. Mm-hmm. I just put it on my list the okay. other day because I seen a t- uh, an article about how just about it doesn't matter <laughs> but it just made me really interested in watching the show which is yeah. why i added it on my list but yeah what about uh what do you think nika oh wait about about what just about like nepotism <laughs> in full nika i guess she did not um just in like the process of nepotism because um like with the Aegis Elba thing like I, okay. I'm, I would assume he uses nepotism to get his daughter into the audition but that was about like as far as it could go because like what I said maybe he just didn't know the top mm. you know like the more oh. important people on the set but Reese in Reese Witherspoon's case with her son she knew the top dog and she yeah. hit them up and her son didn't even have to audition and he got the role just because yeah. they was cool and then you have what is his name i want to say it's like keith david or something mm-hmm. that's not keith david though that's another oh. man but um <laughs> david washington i think is his name yeah denzel yeah. washington's son yeah, yeah. um so okay. and then with him yeah he was I'm like here. i don't want to pull it at all i just want to work my ass off and get there and the, granted he did get there okay mm-hmm. the train is back on the tracks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay um i feel like I feel like it's the same way where you, when when you're asking for, like when you're the person asking the person with the connections, all this stuff, you're gonna 
have to be have some type of relationship with them and be mm-hmm. like kind of close and the same is going to go for the person asking all these other people like they're going to have to have some type of relationship relationship with them they can't just go up to them and expect it to just go the way they want it to go so i feel like like what said like reese probably has like a closer relationship with yeah mindy mm-hmm. than um than idris has with the director director of beast mm-hmm. so it could have been a he didn't he didn't have as many strings to pull as right. reese could do with mindy mm-hmm. to just get her son on the show mm-hmm. so it probably would have gone a lot different if it was a clo- if it was a director that he was really close with mm-hmm. like i I think that he probably would have been able to pull more strings with like a Tyler Perry movie because he's okay. been in he's a been in a couple. Tyler, he's been in Tyler Perry. Yeah, because yeah, he's Daddy been girls. In, yeah, because <laughs> he's been in Tyler Perry movies before. So he would probably he probably would be able to be right. Like, do you think you can find a small role or something mm-hmm, for, my, for daughter my daughter or yeah. something? And Tyler would probably still be like, yeah, sure, but she's gonna have to audition. Because he's probably going to see what she can do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, nepotism is just very—it's just very interesting because <laughs> it's not always foolproof. I think, like, think of, like people think that it is. Um, sometimes people they they see uh, some form of nepotism happening and they're like, "Oh my god, this is always how it goes." People get these, you know, positions and they try to put their, you know, they put their people on, right? Who are who they're close with instead of people who really deserve it. But I feel like it's not always a foolproof plan. Sometimes you get rejected. Look at Idris Elba's daughter. She still got rejected. And even though he did what he could, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's not always foolproof. And I honestly, I have no fucking problem with nepotism as long as the people are actually qualified. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like majority of times people are not going to put someone on who's not qualified to really do a job. More oftentimes than none, I believe. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I say do it. I say <laughs> get on in it. Nepotism. That's the way to you know. Nepotism. That's how do you get it. your best jobs, and that's how you ain't got to work that hard for your damn job. Honestly. Yeah. And that don't mean that you can't do your job. It's just you use your resources. I don't want yeah. to slave away if I know that someone who's there. I don't have to do as much. Yeah, right. Especially if I have the work to back it up, please. Yeah, exactly. If mm-hmm. I have a whole portfolio of shit that I've done already, then you can't really tell me that I can't do shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just needed an extra little hand. Yeah, to pull me up. Um, but yeah, that's all I got uh, for under our umbrella. Do y'all have any other last comments or anything? I don't have anything. No? Okay, well, thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of The Black Umbrella. We love y'all so much. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast. Send us an email at theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com. Let us know. Are you a product of some nepotism? (laughs) Are you a product of that nep-nep? Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. Um, and how do you feel about it if you are? And how do you feel about it if you are not? And you feel like you didn't get to, um, you know, have that privilege? Um, we would love to know. We would love to read, and we would love to share. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you listen to us next week for the next TBU Thursday. And we love y'all so much. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.